okay, no, 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 no intro today, okay? I'm not even gonna make the weird throat noise, because I just, I don't even know what I, where I'm gonna go with this right now. We're free-throwing it, just gonna go, just gonna scream until I black out or some shit. Because right now, we, as America, and I can't believe... Right now in America, we stand on the precipice of a disaster. America right now is getting butt-fuck nut crazy, and it's not good. We, everyone, should be concerned. I'm concerned, you should be concerned, everyone. Because right now... Fucking Republicans, the Tradcon, a bunch of Tradcon motherfuckers are actively dismantling our society. Now, in fairness, for many years, people have been aware of the fact that these specific rights, being the right to go camping, is a right that could be taken away from Americans at any fucking moment because it only exists under the penumbras of the constitution the constitution and for years people have been saying hey we should really do something to make this more secure and nobody did nobody did because literally this is the moment a weird fucking perfect storm of fascism taking over the courts. It's probably what the Republicans have been trying to plan for decades. And you need to understand this, that they want to do this for so, so many reasons. And none of them are think of the children because republicans have made zero moves in this society to make our society a better world for our children i once i saw someone get upset on facebook the other day when someone made a post indicating that republicans would easily abandon children once they were no longer fetuses and a person commented saying that they were offended because they were a republican and they wanted people to know that not all Republicans lack compassion. And I fully believe that Republicans as individuals are capable of compassion. But my question to that statement is simply this. If you feel as a Republican that Republicans are compassionate, then please point to one set of policies that they support that are compassionate. My fucking God. Because they're not, okay? They are not compassionate. They, they don't support compassionate legislation. Literally, they're the fakest pieces of trash I could even think of. Don't get me wrong, there's plenty of dog shit Democrats out there in the world. 
And right now, we should be mad as hell at Democrats. Because Democrats... Didn't do shit to stop this. They didn't fight nearly as hard as Republicans did to have this happen. And that's... <laughs> that's the issue. That's part of the issue. It's part of the issue. And we live in a weird, mixed-up world. Just absolutely bonkers batshit right now. Literally, literally, we spent, like, two years of Republicans and conservatives just be like, where'd my freedoms go? No, don't touch my freedoms. I love my freedoms. Don't take away my freedoms. But the second they have any power, they start rolling back protections for freedoms. What the fuck? I really hope this is a wake-up call to some people in America who are just a little too on the fancy, nicey wicey, can't suck it up and see what the fuck is going on, people out in the world. I've already made an episode about this, technically. I talked about it and what a big fucking problem it is in my previous podcast titled War on the Poor, which I encourage you to listen to. Because that's what this is. What people fail to understand is that what Republicans are voting for is a system where they get to decide who is poor. That's the goal. Because capitalism demands poverty. Because you need to have people who are poor so that they will do the shitty jobs that nobody wants. And so, we create a system that coercively forces people at the bottom into these jobs that are terrible, not properly compensated, and frequently abusive to body and mind. Yay! Capitalism! The biggest fucking crock I've ever heard of is that it's a non-coercive system. It's 100% coercive. Coercive is when I say, hey, you need this thing to live, give me money. That's coercive. What I think people think of, what I think libertarians and conservatives frequently think of is, <sighs> what I think they frequently think of is uh, more the definition of the term threatening. They always words thing is, oh, they're making me pay taxes with a gun to my head. First of all, no, they're not. There is no gun to your head. Taxes are just built into the system of capitalism that we've developed. Most, uh, so get over it. Taxes are not bad. If you love America, you should want to pay taxes. What you should be mad about is when taxes are spent on things that shouldn't, that are bad. But the thing is, is that a lot of you motherfuckers out there literally think the government doing anything with the money is 
excuse me, you know what, is bad. <sighs> Which is nonsense. Like, illogical nonsense. The government is just as much an actor in the economy as any corporation or private citizen. They spend money, they create jobs, they create programs, and they help facilitate economic movement. To sit around and act like the government doesn't do a lot to help both the people of America and the, and the fucking economy is absolutely insane. It's the... It's the the average person hates dealing with the government and its bureaucracies, and that's fair. The governments and bureaucracies are frequently stupid, but that's because they're super legal, okay? Anything that's very legal and very thought-based is frequently stupid and frequently forces people into weird things. I recently uh, was involved, with, I'm not going to say any names, but I was involved with a program uh, and trying to get grant money. And uh, we talked to some government people, and they were concerned. <laughs> they, they, they scheduled a special meeting with us to talk about, hey, we just want to talk to you about your program. And we're like, okay, cool. And it was weird out of the blue meeting. They were concerned because the program had the, t had the word advocacy in the title. And it was a program on self-advocacy, basically advocating for yourself inside the system. But it turns out the government is a little bit weird out by the word advocacy because it's a very politicized term and the government has to remain neutral. And they were like, we're worried that this would be, uh, we're worried that this would be controversial because of the, because it's got the word advocacy and it can advocacy makes it sound like you have a position. And, and, and literally it was the, it was the hardest conversation I've ever had to keep a straight face through. They, and like at a certain, like literally they started suggesting like alternative titles for the program uh, that were just buzzwords, like nonsense. And so then we explained <laughs> what the title was about and they're like, oh, I get that now. It was ridiculous. Now these are not elected officials, these are just bureaucrats inside the system. But the point is, is that Inside the system, everything has to be super neutral, and they know that, and they're working for I have gotten off base. The point is, inter the average person hates interacting with the government because the government is A, neutral, people hate that, B, bureaucratic, which is not something most people in everyday society have been properly prepared for, except by unfortunate situations where they're interacting with the government or banks or any other type of bureaucratic thing. And most people, when they're thinking about bureaucracy, are thinking about aggravation. And so most people don't like the bureaucracy, even though the bureaucracy makes so much of our society possible and is also one of society's natural safeguards, typically against fascism. Because fascism believes that bureaucracy is something that you don't need because you only should have one person making the decisions. But let's continue. People don't like the government, they don't like bureaucracy, and that's fine. There's plenty and plenty of reasons to not like or trust the government. That doesn't mean the government has no purpose in society. That doesn't mean there aren't things it could do for us and for us and society.
Is the government always good? Hell no. But no one is always good, and no entity is always good. And we need checks and balances to protect ourselves from the government. And right now we're seeing that there really weren't enough fucking checks and balances on the Supreme Court. And this is a fucking problem. Actually, I'd say the Supreme Court might be the most problematic and dangerous part of our government. Yeah. Doesn't mean we shouldn't have it, but it definitely means we should look at fixing that shit. <sighs> Where was I? Right. Ugh. So right now, as I have already stated in previous podcasts, but I will retouch on here for, for people only hearing this one. Right now, laws are being set up all over this country. The biggest one, of course, being in Texas. The most noteworthy, of course, being in Texas, but I'm sure there are other ones like it all over the place. I know Oklahoma has one like it that are basically going into effect now, where essentially people will be able to basically stab their neighbors in the back and get cash prizes for, for, for calling out abortion getters in their society. So, abortion getters... Oh, I meant to use the camping thing. Uh, no, it's too late. Moving ahead. So, abortion getters go to jail and become felons and lose their right to vote in upcoming elections and also are held back economically by being forced into the prison system. As well as anyone who helped or supported them. Plus this, whoever turned them in, whoever is suing them to go to prison, which is weird to say um they get like i think the amount i read was ten thousand dollars yeah we're talking about a bounty hunter based system <laughs> for this and we know for a fact that this is a terrible way to do anything because we've already seen the negative consequences of it in the drug war where innocent people have been murdered when their neighbors turn them in for drugs claiming <laughs> that they were drug dealers only for the police to show up and murder them in a shootout and there'd be no drugs on the premises whatsoever and no evidence that they ever were a drug dealer and it just turned out their neighbor was like hey i want your fucking house uh because that's a thing the drug war did it's also how the salem witch trials worked because incentivizing people to betray other americans is ridiculously totalitarian it's ridiculously counterproductive to societal change it's ridiculously dangerous and we're and we will incent that we're it's hilarious that the people who are so afraid of false rape allegations are sitting around going hey let's give ten thousand dollars to people to say that other people got abortions next thing you know you go camping you go on a camping trip a like a literal camping trip with your family you come back and your neighbor who is who needs money now and didn't call J.G. Wentworth is immediately a, makes up a case that you left the state with your family to go camping, quotations mark, get an abortion. Next thing you know, your family's in litigation, your neighbor has $10,000, and you've lost, and you could potentially lose your right to vote. And even if you don't, your reputation in the neighborhood is probably fucked. Your neighbors are going to probably be shitty to you because, you know, it's Texas and they hate you for being liberal. 
Side note, if you live in America, you have to accept some amount of liberalism, by the way, because our country was founded on the Enlightenment. Suck it up. Jesus Christ. Sorry, Jesus. We're cool. It's just your followers that I want to punch in the dick. Ugh. Ugh. And yes, a lot of this... Po- I don't plan to edit this episode. Fuck it. You're going to hear every time I drink or grunt or groan or make a long pause of frustration. I'm sorry if that's aggressive. I'm not mad at you, the listener. I'm glad that you're here. I love you. Please don't leave because I'm yelling. View this as comedy or sports or... I don't know what I'm talking about now. Let's move forward. The point is, is that this is dangerous. And we are looking at a society on the verge. And conservatives don't give a fuck. Because conservatives, especially these tradcon conservatives, have a very narrow understanding of society. They view everything as personal responsibility. Don't get me wrong. And this is this is the false dichotomy that splits our society. Is that conservatives have bought into this idea that acknowledging anything other than personal responsibility will ultimately uh, lead to some kind of nonsense world. But the fact of the matter is, is that they're the ones living in a nonsense world where they're refusing to accept the fuller picture of society and what drives it. Everyone has options. Not everyone is aware of all their options. And some people, the options they have are based on where they are and where they're from. And to, igno- and to ignore this is to basically have zero empathy or compassion for society. A society based on the concept of punishment and reward is a slave society. And that may sound insane because that's we've been programmed to be that way. But the reality of the matter is, is that as long as we exist in a society where we have this concept of deserves, where we think that people deserve rewards or deserve punishments, we are technically buying into a master-slave mentality-based type of morality. Okay? The reality of the world is, is that those concepts of deserve is an emotion, an emotion that has been put down on us by society. The reality of the matter is, is that reality is based on need. Need is the core of reality, okay? We have needs. That is part of reality. Everyone has needs. And a society that runs off of deserves versus needs is a society where many people will not get what they need. And that will result in other problems in society down the line. And that's what we're going to see. Our children's children are going to be living... Have you, ever, have you ever seen all those movies from the 80s? Okay, like RoboCop and Escape from New York and all that shit? Where like corporations have divided up the country and like certain states are just a fucking prison and 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 there's gang violence on every corner that's what we're moving towards that's what they're gonna create they are going to push people down the poverty chain and they're going to justify it by targeting people who they think deserve to be poor people that they are going to define for you in society as deviant aka LGBTQ plus people. They're going to define it as people who are lazy, which, by the way, most people on welfare are not lazy. The vast majority of people on welfare are either elderly, 
disabled veterans or people with various disabilities. So, yeah, not only that, but a large portion of people on foods, on, on some welfare programs, like SNAP cards, they actually work. But it turns out, in some places, the amount of money they get paid to work a full 40 or more hour week is not enough to cover the costs of their life and family in a probably poor situation. So, yeah, a lot of people on welfare are not lazy. They're just trying to survive. And the fact that we are constantly paying this pressure, this concept of people on food stamps or Medicaid as these lazy people is deeply problematic and would victimize huge portions of our fucking society who don't deserve to be victimized. The elderly and the disabled have done nothing wrong and only want to live their lives. Many of those elderly people contributing to our society greatly in, during their lives, but now find themselves at the end with nothing because society and our capitalist system is fucking mean like that. Not only that, but studies indicate, get this, after abortion was legalized, it led to a downward trend in violent crime. Which, a lot of people were upset to hear that statistic, but it makes sense. Who would make, who would be most likely to be raised into being violent criminals? Oh, well, you know, probably the children of people who weren't in a position to have or raise children. Because typically, that's actually, I think that's a really good reason to have an abortion. Children require a certain level of stability to turn out, you know, okay. Don't get me wrong, some kids, very resilient, and it's hard to predict. And that might be a thing you might say, but Reuben, what about the life potential? We don't know who that fetus could have grown up to be, and that's fair. There's no telling how many doctors died in the womb before they grew up to be great men. But there's also no telling how many of them were serial killers or or drug lords, or, you know, lawyers. It's, there's no way to tell how many of them, who, there's no way to tell what that child will be, grow up to be. Well, actually, there is one, and it's their zip code. Because people who are born in poverty have a lot harder time getting out of poverty. And you can sit here and be like, but Reuben, and I'll be like, hey, can you, how many types of crime can you name that aren't economic? Because here's the reality, most types of crime are economic. Don't get me wrong, there's the crazy weird crimes, like spree shootings and uh, serial killers, you know, that, and uh, that's just, you know, some crazy disaffected white people shit. That's not true. There are spree shooters that aren't white. And there's also serial killers that aren't white. I'm getting sidetracked. The point is, <clears throat> the point is, wait, where was I? God damn it, I got hooked up on that. I'm making fun of white people. That's the real danger of making fun of white people. It distracts you. Uh, I felt like I was going somewhere, damn it. Still living in the frustration. Okay, so, right. So, yes, crimes, most crimes are economic. 
and a lot like a lot of conservatives come on TV and they like to talk about things. They like to point out, oh, gang violence is a very well, yeah, but gang violence is an economic crime. Gangs exist for both economic reasons and security-based reasons. That's why people form gangs because gangs are a way to possibly make money or a living. Do you not understand what gangs are? Gangs are just illegal corporations who use illegal tactics to promote whatever their business is. And sometimes that's murder and selling drugs or running prostitutes or numbers. Whatever's currently illegal and the market has a demand for, gangs provide it. Because gangs and gang crime is economically based, or at least economically adjacent. People are in the gang for the economic benefits. So, dear conservatives, what is your answer to that? Most crimes are based on economics. Therefore, when we allow areas to gain in poverty, we are creating the situation that encourages these types of criminal interactions. <sighs> and children who grow up in poor, unstable situations frequently have less options than people than children who grow up in stable economic situations. <sighs> so Sometimes, when, so sometimes, when a teenage, when a pregnant teenager chooses to get an abortion or give the child up for adoption or whatever, they're making a good decision that may hurt on an individual level, but on a societal level could potentially improve things. And I can already hear people complaining. But Ruben, Planned Parenthood was started by eugenicists. Ah! And my response to that is, do you understand how many things in our modern fucking society were created by Nazis and eugenicists? How many of them you probably would notice if they were gone? We're not sitting around going, by the way, IBM built the fucking computers that calculated the, the Holocaust for the Nazis. We don't sit around... We still got Volkswagen. We still have NASA, which, by the way, we put Nazis in through Operation Paperclip. We also put them in the CIA. We also stole all their medical data that they gained from creating horrible experiments on human beings. It's a terrible thing. But do you want them to throw out the medical progress that we have the data for because of that? Do you want to not go to the moon? Planned Parenthood provides a number of valuable services. Was its founder a eugenicist? Uh, yeah. A lot of shitty people created things. We still let Ford make cars, and they're fucking... And the guy who founded Ford fucking inspired the Holocaust with his fucking propaganda newspapers. Hitler fucking cited him. Planned Parenthood helps out with society. They provide services that are valuable and necessary beyond just abortion. 
Now look, on a personal level, I don't, I hope I never need to be involved with an abortion. I really hope I never have to be in that situation. And I would hope the same for anyone else, that they would never have to be in that situation. But the reality of the matter is, is that if we really, if, it, if the problem is really about saving children, if, it, if that's really the goals, then, may, then let's build a society that doesn't need abortion. Because you see, that's the thing. It's not, it's based on need. And, and right now, we live in a society where abortion seems like a necessary evil, man. Like without it, we put ourselves more at risk for other problems. Also, another reason that they want to make abortion legal is that it was, a guy wrote a paper a long time ago, not a long time ago, like the 70s or something, stating uh, that like they had to keep abortion illegal. Actually, I don't know when this paper was written. I, I'm terrible at citation. But essentially the paper indicated was all about how America was going to run out, of, run out of white people. And a way to fix this would be to end legal abortions. Okay, it had to have been after the abortions were made legal. Uh, because 60% of abortions were white people. So the plan to keep abortion is also fucking racist. Deal with it. You see, racists will do whatever benefits them at the time. You can't just be like, oh, the person who started it. Ah. Yeah, well, the people who tried to stop her were doing it for racist reasons, too. Where was I? Oh, right. If you really don't like abortion, then you need to build a society that doesn't need abortion. And you may be like, Ruben, what does a society that doesn't need abortion look like? Well, here's just a few things that would probably help. Uh, proper sexual education so that people understand what sex is and how they get pregnant. Because the problem with saying, oh, sex leads to pregnancy is because sex doesn't always lead to pregnancy. And some people will literally just have sex and they're like, win the lottery and they just never get anybody pregnant, either for luck or genetic reasons and they're just a big old slutty man whore or whatever, running around, having sex, not getting people knocked up. And the thing is, is that that's kind of like drunk driving. Is that uh, we all know drunk driving is bad. Like, on a kind of level, you should understand, you could do that and you could die. But the average drunk driver is like, I didn't, I'm fine. Well, that's what a person who has sex and doesn't get a person pregnant immediately is going to think. So abortion, so abstinence only is only, will always fail stupid people. Okay? It will, it will always fail stupid people. So you need proper sexual education. You need, and you need ready readily available contraceptives. Um, and we should even look at contraceptives for men. In other countries, some scientists are putting effort into contraceptives for men uh, that would help a lot and are less dangerous than things like, uh, uh, well, I don't want to phrase it like that now because it's not technically dangerous, but technically there are procedures in other countries that are being worked on that are even less intrusive and have lower rates of complications than vasectomy, which have a very low case of rate of, um, very low rate of actual issues with 
uh, vasectomies. And if you get them reversed right away, it's supposedly the doctor I talked to said 75% effective, which was a lower number than I expected. But uh, still, the point is we should be looking into contraceptives for men and women, and we should be making them readily available, possibly even free. Because the thing that a lot of... Because the thing a lot of conservatives don't want to accept about society is that in society we would benefit from giving certain things away for free. And I don't mean... Nothing in life is actually free, but what I mean is there are certain things that we would benefit from everyone having. Like right now we have this whole thing Well. It's like, oh, we want voter ID. Okay, well, Republicans, if you want voter ID so fucking much, then we should just give everyone a voter ID card for free when they turn 18, and everyone's entitled to get it. And that's all the problem. But they won't like that because it doesn't involve you paying for it yourself. <sighs> okay. The point is, is it... Making abortion illegal is going to be devastating economically for us as Americans. Some of the other things you would need to make us no longer need abortion, of course, would be strong social safety nets so that when women who either don't have men in their lives, I'm sorry, so that when people who don't have um, spouses in their lives or or, or their, their spouse dies or... Where the other caretaker, honestly, may, honestly, either side of the equation, is suddenly either was never there or they die or something, we need a social safety net to help that person. Because if you, cause once you become a single parent, your economic viability and mobility go to shit. Having children in our current society is expensive and it makes you fucking poor. And that's a problem. That's a big fucking problem. Because literally, what that means is there's no incentive to have children. And anything that would incentivize having children is not a thing Republicans want to do. Because no one, because they do not want to subsidize families. They want to subsidize corporations, but they won't subsidize families because they'll be afraid that that money won't be going to corporation subsidies anymore. They want everyone to work for their own money that the government prints. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm drinking uh, I'm drinking grapefruit flavored um, polar seltzer. Uh, I didn't want to give people the impression I was getting drunk. I don't I don't drink alcohol anymore. Uh, but anyways, so you need a social safety net to help single mothers or fathers or non-binary parents. You need a social safety net for the single people to raise their children so that those children have good options and opportunities for the future. So that they can pull themselves out of poverty. Because their parents their parents might be able to pull themselves out of poverty if they're lucky. But their parents are probably fucked. Okay? They're poor. 
So the next goal for that parent is making sure that the kid grows up to not be poor. Because the thing they don't want to tell you in this country is that wealth, most, the way most people get rich is by continuously building on generational wealth over time. That's how you get rich. That's how most people get rich. But we like to focus on these, on these much more incidental situations where people are self-made people, even though it frequently Frequently in those situations, they're not really self-made. They, in those situations, their parents either A, worked themselves up enough that they could get them a good education to get them into a good field, or they had money, or they knew the right people to invest in them when they needed it. <sighs> like, fuck Gary V, whose last name I, I will not attempt to pronounce off the top of my fucking head, but fuck that guy. By the way, Gary V, love to have you on the show. Um, I have several questions about what a big fucking scam artist you are. But that guy, fuck that guy. <laughs> he goes around and pretends like he's a self-made, like, uh, billionaire and shit. I actually don't know how rich he is. But, like, he's always promoting this grind and hustle mentality. But the reality of the matter is, is that he got himself off the ground because he, he already had his father's $3 million business and all of his father's alcohol stock that he's figured I was just sell on the internet. And the fact that he doesn't understand how fortunate of a position to be a pioneer in an industry is, that's an extremely rare thing. Once one person succeeds in enough at a thing, it's picked up by lots of other people. And to be a true pioneer in this day and age when so many things have been done is very hard. And you normally have to be in some way checked in to something that is going on like in society and culture at that time, Gary Vee does not appreciate how fortunate he was to do that thing better and more efficiently than anyone else before him. And he does not appreciate that privilege. What a fucking looks like he's on meth all the time. Anyways, back to this thing I'm talking about. If you want to make a society that doesn't need abortion, you will create a more even, more stable society for kids to grow up in. We would prioritize lifting specifically children out of poverty. Specifically, families with children out of poverty. If you can do that. And also, let's make it fucking easy to adopt. Let's make it... Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we should open it up to, to like where abuses could could occur, but like... That's another thing that, that, that Republicans have this like false dichotomy. It's like, oh, abuse can happen, so shut it all down. No, abuse happens in everything. You have, you have to be able to fix the abuses within the systems. You can't just be like, oh, throw out the system because somebody did it wrong or used it shitty. No, you you got to fix the system just to make sure it doesn't happen again. But the point is, the point is, the point is <clears throat> you need to make it easier to adopt children. This way. Also, gay marriage will help, too. Let me explain. Marriage is how society wants you to accumulate wealth, which is a big part of the reason we need to be afraid of them rolling back gay marriage, because gay marriage allows gay people to accumulate wealth and to pass it on generationally, which would actually mean that it's super good for gay, gay couples to adopt and, and be allowed to be married and be allowed to pass that wealth on to their kids because they will then, in a non 
government-funded way, be helping to lift children out of poverty, giving children better options and choices moving forward with their life. So yeah, we should make it easier for gay and lesbian, non-binary, trans, whatever, non-religious, whatever people are being stopped for adopting. So we should be looking at that to help them get kids. We should be looking at stopping people from kids. Well, we should be looking at people who are, you know, abusive shouldn't get kids. <laughs> people who uh, don't have a certain level of competence to raise kids maybe shouldn't be adopting. The, the, the point is that the things we need to look for in who shouldn't be adopting kids are very specific to things that would be bad with kids. And there's nothing like that for LGBTQ plus people, just let them adopt and let them stay married so that they can raise those kids out of poverty. Those are very basic things that we can do with, that actually probably won't cost any fucking money. And that'll help get kids adopted. We also need to help kids get adopted more. It's a serious problem. And it's hard to be... We got all these... Get all these orphans and people who need better parents out here because and all those people you know they're in the system so the system needs tax money to pay for it you know so we should want to get them adopted and taken care of and raised well and so maybe if there we could actually start getting more kids adopted then maybe there'd be more of a well yeah no i guess Maybe there'd be a better argument for putting new babies up for adoption instead of abortion. That sounded weird, but the, you know what I meant. <clears throat> I'm sure there are other things that we could do to make abortion less needed in society. But the reality of the matter is, is that Republicans view the best way to handle society is just, to, is just to go around society and be like, hey, stop that. Stop it. Stop it. You, stop it. Nope, stop it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Which is weird, because all evidence suggests that uh, that's never even worked on Republicans. <laughs> Yelling at them to stop doing things. <laughs> so we're in this situation right now where the Republicans are literally trying to enforce or take away rights and enforce the police state while Republicans are, are, are walking around freaking out about things like wearing a mask, which is a temporary inconvenience. And if we want to have a conversation in the society about dress codes and personal responsibility, I, I guess we can. But just so you know, if, if you're not wearing a mask, you're the one not being personally responsible. Okay, so actually, here's the thing. Okay, so like, Republicans like to be like, well, you the consequences of, of, ha of getting pregnant was, uh, getting pregnant was a consequence of having sex. And 
and they like to say that. But the thing is, is that like, should every time a Republican catches COVID or their family member catches COVID and they die of COVID, should we be like, well, you knew not wearing a mask around him was the consequences of, of uh, not wearing a mask around him. Should have known. Sorry, your family's dead. Like, because because that would be the response, because that is the consequence of not wearing masks and not getting vaccinated. And being around your family. Someone might get COVID. Will everyone get COVID? No. But uh, not everyone who has sex gets pregnant. So, so yeah, what do we do from here? I, I don't know, get mad, be vocal about it, let people know that this is not acceptable. Our society is being pushed back, our rights are being regressed. They spent a year telling us that's what the left was doing. And now the right is literally doing it. You see, this is why you should be alarmed when people come around talking about culture wars. Because when Republicans are promoting culture wars, what they're really saying is, these are the things we think laws should affect. You know, not businesses, not crimes, but leftism. We think laws should stop these things. We think laws should stop other people's rights because we don't like that they have those rights. And yes, this is way worse than the mandate that Joe Biden did for vaccines. That was practically bullshit. Practically. I'm just flailing all over the place because I'm just trying to get this out emotionally, I guess. But you should get angry. And you should definitely... Definitely not vote for any fucking Republicans. And you should encourage everyone who cares about bodily autonomy to get out and vote. And let me be clear, getting out and voting will not be enough. We need to make it clear that this is not acceptable in America. And this is where it's going to get weird from what I'm saying, because I'm an anti-nationalist. I don't believe in nationalist rhetoric. I think nationalist rhetoric is dangerous but I'm going to start talking to you because we need a little bit of nationalism right now because nationalism for all its problems nationalism is bad, let me be clear maybe I'll make a podcast on that but I guess what I'm saying is not so much nationalism is that, is that we people on the left people who are compassionate people who are, who are liberal and not stupid Anyone who cares about people with uteruses 
anyone who cares about the best parts of America, things like our freedom and our diversity and the idea that this should be a land of the free. We need to hold on to that. We need to pull that in and claim that. Because right now, there are people running around buck wild, screaming about the Bible, pretending like they have even a fucking nugget of an understanding of what the founding fathers were thinking of when they used the enlightenment to create this fucking country. Don't get me wrong, I got a lot of problems with the Founding Fathers. I do. But that doesn't mean everything the Founding Fathers did was wrong. They had the sparkling inkling of a great idea for a country. This is America. The United States of America, where we believe in individualism. And frankly, if you think that women should be forced to carry pregnancies to term, if you think that the rights of, of ethnic and sexual minorities should be curtailed or pushed back in any way, you are not an individualist. If you don't stand up for the rights of these minorities and these people, then you are not an individualist. I know that conservatives like to go around and think that they are individualists, but if you don't stand up for the people in our society that actually are individualists, and individuals, then you are not an individualist. You do not stand for the concept that people are individuals with unique needs and perspectives. Because if you are an individualist, you would believe that. Frequently, frequently what I hear the right using individualism to justify is people gaining power. And the thing you have to understand about people gaining power is that, yes, people in power believe in their own individualism. But Hitler didn't give a fuck about Germans' individualism. Donald Trump is arguably an individualist. But he doesn't give a fuck what other people think. Being an individualist means that you believe in that everyone around you is an individual. So conservatives, your continuous push for authoritarian conformity, you gotta wake up from it. You gotta recognize that you are not pushing America towards a greater, greater America. You claim to be basing it on traditional values, but you don't know what traditional values are. You have this limp, whiskey-dicked vision of what traditional values are. The shit that you remember from when you were a kid, vaguely, that seems so important to you and your family. You're clinging to beliefs and ideas that are less than 100 years old. And even then, you're seeing it through this ruby lens. You want to have all the economic success of the 50s with none of the racism, but also none of the taxes. It's ridiculous.
I honestly have no one. I have no idea if any conservatives listen to me. I'm pretty sure everyone who listens to me is at least liberal or a Democrat. Not all Democrats are liberal. But the, the idealist in me, the idealist individualist in me, does hold out hope that a conservative will hear my words and be like, oh shit, I've been being a jackass this whole time, because a lot of you are. Ah, uh, <clears throat> please, self-reflect. I self-reflect every day. And no, that's not a masturbation joke. But it is a sign that I'm neurotic. What was I saying? What do we do from here? Right. So we gotta get mad. We gotta get empathetic. We gotta vote. We gotta share this podcast. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm mostly kidding. You should only... I mean, I do want you to share my podcast, but... <laughs> I don't know if I'm the most important voice that needs to be heard right now. Um, <clears throat> but in a certain way, all our voices need to be heard right now. Because it can't just be women who are mad about this. It has to be everyone. Society is rolling back rights, not protecting them. Well, that's almost an hour. I'm getting tired, and my back hurts. It's weird, because I'm standing. It hurt when I was sitting down, too. That's, that's not the point. But we need to be worried. We need to be alarmed. And there needs to be pushback from this. We need to make everyone's voices heard. This has to be understood that society's majority does not agree with this. And, and you'll be like, but Ruben, that's not a, that's not a logical reaction. I'm not talking about logical arguments here. I'm talking about action. We need to let people know this is not okay. If you're going, if make rallies, post on social media, argue with the people you don't want to argue with. Share the truth. Share your values. Do not let yourself be silenced. Get the things that you need. Because what you need is more important than what you deserve. I'm not saying to commit crimes, do them. Don't do that. What I'm saying is, just make yourself heard. Vote, share, talk, discuss. Make a big deal out of it. Help people who need your help, whether that's going to another state for uh, some life for a life-saving camping trip, whether that's 
taking a camping trip to Canada or Mexico. They got walls all over Mexico now, so, you know, that's alarming. Let's remember the walls, they also keep us in America. So glad we built those, right, guys? So glad. What I'm really glad is they didn't finish them. Be empathetic. Hear people out. And if you... And even if you hear my words and you are just a total jackass, please don't turn anybody in for $10,000, you fucking asshole. Don't be that person. That person's a bad person. Like, literally. They're weaponizing Karens down there in Texas. Fuck. They're weaponizing people intruding on your life. They're doing it to trans people, too. It's fucked. Don't be a snitch. When you know... Just don't be a snitch. Don't hurt people, because if you turn people in for these things, you will be hurting them. All right. Try to be compassionate. Try to be empathetic. Try to help people understand, because we need people to understand. And don't... Oh, time to take my meds. <clears throat> and don't, don't, don't give up hope. We have to keep America the land of the free. Land of the people. Land of the brave. We always talk about, hey, we always talk about Soldiers, like soldiers, are the source of our freedoms and our rights. But when was the last time you thanked a protester? Because you fucking should. All right. Thank you for listening to Ruben Uncut. Uh, this is normally where I make an appeal to you to benefit myself. But you know what? Fuck it today. Just, you know, make your voices heard. And, uh,. Be good to each other. And other generic pleasantries. God, save America. Please, God. We need you to fucking save us. We like me some deus ex machina right here. Yeah. <laughs>